Hey mama, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Celeste from the blog, theroaringmama.com, and I get to help you roar through life as a wife, mama, and homemaker. I'll do this by sharing some things that I've learned over the course of 13 plus years, almost 14 (laughs) as these roles. And I will also share with you guys the harder moments because not every moment is glamorous or exciting or easy or it's just downright dirty and ugly. And so I'll do all of that on this podcast, on my YouTube, and even from time to time on social media for like one of those quick bites. Before we go into this episode, let me just remind you that the website is there for even more information on any topic that I've talked about. And there will also be blogs on things that I don't talk about here. If you want more in-depth information or recipes or or some fun merch, head over to the website because you'll find some awesome things there. Okay, as I said earlier, I'll be sharing with you mamas like the things that I go through, the tips that I've learned, but uh, I want to focus on things that I go through (laughs) as a moment of just transparency and vulnerability. I'm going to introduce a segment in my podcast called Let's Be Real. So Let's Be Real is all about keeping you in the loop, really. Like when I'm going through a hard moment or even an excited moment. But I want to share with you guys some of the harder moments because it's easy to share the good moments, the glamorous moments, the exciting moments, but it's not so easy to share the moments that really just will make you cringe if somebody saw you actually going through it. So I go through a lot of emotions. I I feel all the feels and sometimes it's hard to like adjust. And my husband is like, obviously he's a guy and they are wired differently, but he is definitely the complete opposite when it comes to emotions. He knows how to like just brush things off or don't let things affect them. And I used to joke with him in the very beginning of our marriage, like you have no feelings because it was a joke, but I really did kind of think that. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is I go through emotions and as I go through hard moments, I'm going to try to, to, to keep a, um, a thought, I try to remember to take a small clip of what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling so you can see how I'm feeling and hear it. Because it's something for me to just tell you, I, I go through things and I was having a hard moment, hard moment last week. And it's a different thing for you to actually see and experience it with me, because I think that's I think that's so relatable for one thing, because no one in this world as any role is is uh, perfect. And so it's imperative that if I'm trying to help you guys roar through your mama, wife and homemaking roles, I have to show you the real deal. So. So that's why this segment, Let's Be Real, was developed. So you can see the real me in the hard moments. So let's be real. Why am I on the floor? Because 
I am feeling very overloaded. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I feel cold in 5,000 different places. I'm trying to get stuff done. Every time I sit down to get something done, I try to get something done. Baby cries. Somebody's calling my name. Somebody needs something. It's always. It's always something, and it's hard. And so if you are a mama who's feeling the exact same way as I am, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. We are in the trenches. As I'm on the ground, we're in the trenches together. You can probably hear my little one in the background. <sighs> let's, let's pray for strength. Father God, please give us strength. Amen. That's about as much strength of a prayer I can give you. <laughs> Yeah, see, that was a hard moment. And I was able to kind of pick myself up a little bit and gather myself to be able to make that clip. Um, Before that clip, I was literally just laying on the floor because I was just overloaded. My baby wanted me all day. All day, you guys. I was trying to get this video recorded. I was trying to do the other video. I was trying to edit. I was trying to make breakfast and all the things. But (laughs) I am wife and mama and homemaker first. And so sometimes when I get my priorities out of order, I get feeling. I get the the overwhelming, overload or overstimulating feeling much quicker and I have to like kind of shut down. Um, then the last podcast, I talked about struggle busing through motherhood and how to not get on that bus. And I found myself on that bus. What in the world? So let's get your life together. Okay. This is what I would tell my friends get your life together because get your life together. Like it's, there's no reason there is a reason it's called life. But, but anyway, let me not go on that tangent. Cause I was saying some crazy things to myself, but I did end up laying there even after that clip and just laying there, sitting there, feeling my feels, thinking my thoughts, calling on Jesus. <laughs> It was very, um, it felt like hours, but I was only down there for maybe 10 minutes, maybe. And I was praying and, and then I just sat in silence or laid in silence. Um, I'm, I was having a moment. <laughs> and if you've ever found yourself having a moment like that, let me know in the comments because I know I can't be the only one. And you don't have to be a wife and a mom. You can be a wife and a homemaker and don't have children yet. You can still get overloaded. It's totally normal. Um, and it's just the way that we have to respond to those moments. And I chose to lay down in my trench. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And it really did help because I ended up praying and uh, and quoting scripture to myself to uplift my mood. And ultimately, I just praise Jesus for the be able for the ability to function and have the blessings that I have, a.k.a. my children who need me for things and my husband. All right. So that was the let's be real moment. And if you ever have a let's be real moment, it's okay. You're human 
it's okay. We're all humans. We're going to experience more moments like those. It's just a matter of reminding ourselves who God says that we are and quoting the scriptures that best apply to what uh, the feelings we have that will be that will combat those feelings and point us back to Jesus. Okay, now that we've been real, let's go ahead and roar. Okay, since I haven't used the term let's roar before, let me explain this segment. This is where the main point of the podcast will come in. This is the lessons that I want to share with you and some of the tips that will help you in your journey. So when you hear me say let's roar, you know we about to get into some things. All right, mama. So I'm going to share with you one of the things that I do that helps ease my mental load and it wasn't easy at first to implement this, but because um, I wasn't sure if I was okay to do. I mean, I am the wife and the mama and homemaker. The things that I didn't want to do, uh, I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> anyway, okay, let me not beat around a bush. The, what I implemented ease my mental load is the fend for yourself days. Now I didn't create this method and I didn't come up with it, but I implemented, implemented, can I speak, uh, it in my, my, my routine kind of like monthly routine. And I'm going to tell you how it came about. There was a day, a couple of years ago, it was, I was having a really hard moment at the time. I only had two children they were probably about, I don't know, seven and two, maybe eight and two. I don't remember, but they were fairly young, but uh, no, they were 10 and five, still young, but whatever. It's not the point. The point is I was feeling so, I was feeling so overwhelmed and so stressed. I could not do it. And I was also depressed. I was fighting through some hard emotions and I could not escape. And at this time, I was not doing the things that God had called me to do, like read my Bible and pray often and go to him when I'm in need. I wasn't doing these things. Okay. And so, of course, my load would be heavy because I wasn't giving it to Jesus. So anyway, so I didn't, I, I could not get, bring myself to cook for my family. I didn't want to clean my house. I didn't want to take care of anybody. I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want to be called. I I barely even wanted to exist. And that is the God honest truth. I wasn't having any thoughts, but it was just like, why am I here? That's what I was feeling. And I was talking to my friend who unfortunately isn't in the same state as I am, but we're really good friends. And I was telling her how I was feeling. I was telling her all of the feelings I was having and I felt embarrassed telling her, but I needed to talk about something or I needed to talk to someone about these things. And when I was telling her, I did feel shame and I fully expected her to tell me what I usually tell her on certain occasions, girl, get your life together and take care of your family and cook the food. Nope. She virtually wiped my tears away and told me, your family can fend for themselves. They won't die. 
And when I tell you, when I tell you that changed a lot for me, it really did. I took her advice. And you know what? I told my husband, I said, babe, I can't do it. Can't cook. I, I just can't. And you know what he did? He looked at me in my eyes and he said, I got this. Okay. And to my room, I went and closed the door. (laughs) And that's how my family fended for themselves. Now, up until this point, you know, I've convinced myself that I'm the only one that can cook, that can clean the house. My husband does contribute in cleaning the house, but when he does it, I feel embarrassed and guilty, mostly guilty. Um, Like, you shouldn't be doing that. I should be doing that. Yeah, I was struggling with that. But at the same time, I couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. And so he also lives here. Like in one of my other videos says, he contributes, so he contributes. And so he contributed it. He contributed, thank you, in a very big way way that day. And from then on, I told myself when I can't handle it, when I really can't handle my roles, I'm going to implement a fin for yourself day. Or when I have a lot of things to do in one particular area of my life, it's going to be a fin for yourself day. Unless what I'm focusing on is my family. And then, of course, I take care of them and neglect everything else. Okay, but let's not get ahead of myself. So, yeah, my mental breakdown literally started me doing fin for yourself days. And I usually call FFY. But I really did appreciate my friend for giving me that perspective. You know, I do my role quite well. And one day is not going to kill them to fend for themselves. And so you might be like, well, that shouldn't be a thing that you do. That shouldn't be. You're the mom. I get that. Trust me. I said all those things. I shouldn't have my family fend for themselves. What kind of homemaker wife and mom does that? You know what? A mom and a wife and a homemaker that's overstimulated, overwhelmed, overloaded, and mentally cannot handle it because of whatever reason, all of the pressure that she puts on herself, the external pressures, the society pressures, all of that gets to us. If you really think about the things that us homemakers do, we're not just cooking and cleaning. We're constantly there's an Amazon truck <laughs> and it really caught my attention. You can tell I am, I order Amazon way too much. Okay. Roll back in. As homemakers, we're not just cooking and cleaning. We are constantly thinking about what does this person need? And what does that person need? The house needs this. I need this to do that job a little bit more efficiently. And we're always trying to be a step ahead of the dirt, the mess. We're trying to keep things in order. Then we are multitasking constantly. It's look, it's our own little hamster wheel, but that hamster wheel be moving around everywhere and everybody wants you kicking you around to look, let me not keep getting too descriptive. All right, back on track. So yeah, 
the overloaded, overwhelmed, overstimulated homemaker implements a fend for yourself day for your family. And that is okay. So yeah, that's why I think you should have a fend for yourself day. There's nothing unbiblical about having your loved ones fend for themselves for a day. Taking care of yourself also helps to take care of them because if you don't take care of your mental and you're always running ragged and running low on energy, you're bound to explode on your family. You're bound to have all kind of outbursts and outlashes that's not healthy or helpful. And it really is just detrimental or could be to your family and takes time to repair all of that. So do a fin for yourself day. There's two types of fin for yourself days, unplanned and planned. Now, I will say the unplanned is more of the unhealthy version because you don't always get a chance to prep because life is life and you never know what's coming next. And you can't necessarily feel when these moments are happening and how strong of an emotion you are having on any given day based on what's happening. We aren't privy to that information. And so we have to be mindful um, of our feelings and be as prepared as we can. So when these unplanned fend for yourself days happen, we can at least have some sort of food or routine, routine or structure. I'm going to be impl- I'm going to be sharing with you guys why you should implement a planned fend for yourself day and to me that's much more healthy that's healthier than an unplanned because it gives you the chance to prepare for it prepare your family for it and prepare you for it and that's important okay so how often do you have these fend for yourself days well, I like to do once or twice a month. Um, and the reason for it is because there may be a lot of laundry or a lot of housework that I have to do. And I can't do everything at the same time in the same day. I always try. I always fail. I always get overwhelmed rather quickly. So when I notice that the house is in a disarray. Now let's be real. My house is never really fully clean. I have children. But when I notice that the house is just like a pigsty and it just needs, it's screaming for attention, then I implement a fin for yourself day. I would not tend to my children and my husband as I would a non-fend for yourself day. So let's talk about like, what does it take to be prepared for these days? So for a planned fend for yourself, I have my list of must do's. What must be done? Food must be done, cooked, uh, either ahead of time or that day, or uh, ordering out whenever whenever I can't, absolutely can't do it. But I usually reserve those for days that I just can't cook. Like the unplanned fend for yourself days, I usually just reserve those for that. So when it's planned and I have it scheduled on my calendar, I usually nine times out of 10 have food fixed in a freezer and I can just pull out or I will fix food um, that morning and then they have their breakfast, lunch, and dinner and I am off. They get very minimum 
interaction with me. So I still tend to them. I'm not going to just like ignore my children, like plan to do that, but it's a very minimum interaction. So that's when that usually happens. Um, nothing. I don't take care of the dog. I don't take care of the kids, the fan. Uh, and this is all, let me say this. This is all before my baby got here. So my fin for yourself days when I re-implement them will look a lot different, but I don't tend to anything else besides the house or if I'm dealing with family, then I don't tend to anything else besides family. And, you know, so it really is just focusing and honing in on one role because, um, you see that there is a great need in that one area. And usually, honestly, it's between the house and at the time it was business, so house and business. And, and so the unplanned ones is what you need to watch out for because that could be really unhealthy really quick. And if you're having so many unplanned friend for yourself days because you mentally can't handle something, I would highly suggest talking to someone that can help uh, help you uh, navigate your emotions and your thoughts. Um, I would prefer a Christian counselor who can actually implement the word of God into the advice as well, because we all know if you're here on my channel and you're a Bible believing Christian, we know that God says to cast your cares on him because he cares for us. In the last episode uh, um, of this podcast, I shared with you how to do that, to do that. And the biggest thing is really just praying to God and really imagining you giving him your troubles and you're taking his peace. And it's that's that's just a simplified version, but there's also counselors that can help give you good uh, steps to take to help offload your mental and delegate your tasks. In fact, I have a video. You can go ahead and watch this one right here talking about delegating your tasks. The biggest thing that I say, if you're talking about your house is overwhelming you because there's so much to do, well, look at everyone in the house. How old are they? Are they capable of helping? Because they are capable of helping making the mess. <laughs> they can help you clean it up. So yeah, if you're if you're having a hard time navigating your emotions and your thoughts, seek help. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame to it. There's no embarrassment needed. You just need someone to help you navigate from the outside and from who's further from the, their perspective and can give you a wider perspective. It's like your thoughts and your feelings are like a maze and you're in it. And so you can't see which way to go, but someone on the outside can help direct lead you to the path. That's the, that's the exit. So the whole goal is to escape being overwhelmed. So Fend for yourself days are definitely needed. Make sure you're prepared for them. Make sure you communicate that you're having a fend for yourself day with your family, either the night before or the day of. Make sure it aligns with your husband's schedule because you don't want to have a fend for yourself day. And then there's no adult, like if your kids are home and you're homeschooling like I am, and there's no adult to tend to the kids when they absolutely need something. And of course, if the children absolutely need something, I am definitely there to help them if my husband can't get to, to their needs. I'm not going to just like ignore my children when they have an absolute need. Um, so and I'm not suggesting that, but I am suggesting when you have a fit for yourself, you talk to your partner, make sure that their schedule is 
flexible enough to help you out. Or if your school, your uh, children are in public school, private school, or anywhere besides homeschool, then amen. You don't have to really... <laughs> You don't have to really consult because everybody's already taken care of there. Um, you just have to coordinate the pick up, the drop off and pick up. So yeah, so communicate, have a must do list. Mine is take care of the, uh, well, at the time, mine was take care of the dog, cook the food and uh, make sure the kids have a list of things that they could do um, without having to ask permission. So, all right. So I, again, I want to stress the fact that the fin for yourself days is not to be relied upon as a method of, um, dealing with your mental health. Once or twice a month is all I really recommend for your planned ones and try to avoid having an unplanned one, um, as best you can. And if you do happen to have one, order out, um, usually when I have an unplanned, I, I didn't mention this, when I have an unplanned uh, fend for yourself day, I am good for no one. I don't interact with no one until I'm able to communicate to people without lashing out at them. So I, I, you know, I do what I can to not be that far gone in my mental to have an unplanned uh, fend for yourself. So Okay, so I hope that really helps you and you can see how having a fin for yourself day can help with your mental load, can help ease your mental load, um, but it shouldn't be relied upon. It is okay. I feel like it's okay. My friend gave me that idea of that piece of advice and it has been so helpful. Now I will say the only, I haven't really like implemented a planned one in a while, like since before my baby was born. Um, but I have had quite a bit of unplanned ones and it's not as drastic as it used to be. It's usually just like, babe, I don't feel like making food. Can we order out? And you know what he says? He says, yes. He always says yes, because we need to eat. And if I'm cooking in an unhealthy mental state because I'm angry, frustrated or whatever, the food ain't going to be that good. Might be a little bit salty, might be a little bit bitter. Who knows? <laughs> so we're going to order out and be OK. I'll taste buds. It's going to be just fine. <laughs> but. Yeah, so that so that's that. I hope that was helpful. If you disagree with with this, let me know in the comments why. Because I would like to know. And if you implemented a fin for yourself day, let me know as well. Or you may call something different. What do you call it? I could say y'all got a fin for your for yourselves. Like my oldest now is twelve, and my middle child is seven. I almost say my youngest. <laughs> My youngest is only 10 months at the time of this recording. So yeah, if you're, if you find this helpful, definitely give it a thumbs up and share this podcast episode with your mom friend who is struggling with her mental load because there's just too much. She just might need these tips as well. So, so yeah, I, I think that's all I'm going to say here. I can't wait to talk with you guys and see your points of views. And uh, of course, I'm not going to leave here without sharing a scripture because it would I wouldn't be me if I didn't. So, all right, this is one that I've read before, but I think it's so fitting because as 
Christian moms, wives, and homemakers, we can easily just just forget these things. And so I think it's really helpful to to remind you that God cares for you. And it's for believers and non-believers. You know, if you don't believe in Jesus and don't believe in God, he still cares for you. He still loves you. He created you. But first Peter chapter five, verse seven says, and this is the English standard version, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. You hear that? God cares for you. So when you're overloaded and you're overstimulated and you're full of anxiety or even depression, he cares enough about you to take it on for you. So cast him your cares and your anxieties, your worries, your concerns, your stimulation. Cast all of that to God. Imagine yourself giving God all of these things that weigh you down and him giving you his peace in return because he loves you because he does. So that's my little spiel. And um, until next time, you guys take care.